0: Hi, my name is Kendra Phillips. I'm the Chief Technology Officer and VP of New Products for Rider Supply Chain Division. And I'm joined by Guillermo Garcia, the co-founder and CEO of SmartHop. Guillermo, thanks for being with me today.
1: Oh, thank you, Kendra. I'm very excited about uh, spending some time with you here.
0: Perfect. Well, as hopefully folks know, Rider has a venture arm that we call Rider Ventures. And what's interesting is SmartHop and Guillermo were our first investment. It was a company we were very passionate about based on SmartHop's vision for the industry and some of the changes they're trying to make. So Guillermo, let's start there. Let's learn more about SmartHop. Can you tell us about SmartHop and and why you started it and what your company does?
1: Excited to do so. Um, SmartHop is a a business-in-a-box platform Uh, that empowers uh, those very small trucking companies and owner operators really to earn more while doing less. And what that really means is um, we help our customers, those trucking companies that, as you probably know, uh, mom and pop type type of uh, family owned type of businesses uh, struggle when they are trying to be successful. Right. And so uh, what we do for them, top line, we created this uh, amazing booking technology. It's an autonomous dispatcher that automates the decision making process of when booking a load. So think about those uh, trucking companies that do not have a contract, that mainly are living uh, in the spot market, really automating uh, the decisions on where to send your truck which is the broker, Uh, at what price should I be getting that specific load? Once that load gets booked, then uh, it's all about execution, right? And so uh, removing the administrative tasks out of their hand, automating their back office, we take uh, those tasks out of their hands. So think about invoicing, reporting, check calls, appointments, you name it. uh, When you... Are on the road. Maybe you're an owner operator, you're driving your truck, or you're a small fleet owner. You don't have uh, someone at a back office, and maybe it's you, your spouse, uh, your kids uh, doing the administrative work. We take that out of their hand. Um, but we truly understand that it's not only about that execution, it's not only about that uh, operational piece. Uh, we understand. Uh, coming from from the industry that your bottom line needs to get better, right? And so as we uh, gain that driver uh, captivity, as we get embedded on our uh, drivers and our customers' uh, businesses, now we can offer a suite of financial services uh, that give our customers the economies of scale that the big players have but really, changing the fundamentals of how those uh, financial products are given to them, right? I mean, um, in the industry, you're 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 too small uh, for most of the big players out there to care. And so, we really want to change the way not only the cost that they pay, but really how uh, they are interacting with those. Um, Uh, financial products, uh, like factoring, fuel, lease, insurance, and whatnot.
0: So Gamma, you talked about your technology and your platform. You talked about the back office services, and you talked about some of the financial services. But who are these for? Who's your ideal customer? Who are you really targeting with Smart hop?
1: Yeah, our our, uh, main target is less than 10 trucks, uh, over-the-road operation, so interstate, going from one state to another. Those those companies, those drivers, those trucks that live uh, on a highway, first mile, uh, and that they are moving goods uh, across the continental U.S. And typically, um, I want to say that years ago, um, uh, you were spending a couple of weeks at a time out, uh, maybe two, three, four weeks uh, before you came back to your home base, to your home, wherever uh, you park your truck, uh, to do maintenance, to be with your families. We have seen um, more and more and even um, getting um, uh, getting faster uh, throughout the pandemic that people want to get home on a weekly basis, uh, right? But those that are on the road dry and reefer goods are those uh, customers that we are serving um, that we're serving the most however our technology our product our value proposition will be able to expand but uh, we want to make sure that we focus really well on a specific segment before we go out and we try to expand uh, too
0: broad that makes sense so when you talk to a startup, one of the important things is always hearing the story of the founder, right? There's there's usually a lot of passion and purpose. So love to learn more about you. Why did you start SmartHop? Um, and why are you focused on on the small trucking company?
1: Well that that's uh really something that um it it comes from um starting in this industry that I love uh, so much. Um I'm originally from Venezuela, and i I started uh, back in Venezuela um, from from high school, um, really building stuff, uh, being an entrepreneur, and pretty much trying to gain my own uh, independence. And so um, in college, uh, right after college, i I, I started this um, small, very small trucking company that um, we were able to bootstrap and grow to about 500 uh, trucking companies in Venezuela. We served uh, companies as big as uh, PepsiCo, Nestle, Unilever. Uh, so we did uh, fairly well. Fast forward 2012, I uh, came to the U.S., uh, did a program at Columbia University, and right after I decided to relocate to uh, to the U.S., Uh, landed in South Florida like many um, other Latin Americans. Um, I like to say that I had, I didn't have a Kendra in front of me uh, telling me not to base an over-the-road trucking company in South Florida. That was my first single worst idea I could, now looking back, I could ever imagine, as as you know, there's a lot of freight that goes down to uh, South Florida, it's a, it's a dead end. Uh, not much gets generated. So you'll, you'll suffer a lot. I, I had my nightmares. I had my weeks of really challenging myself. Why did I do that? But really, when I came to the U.S. and started all over again, and I was one of the lucky ones that was able to bootstrap my U.S. company to, to about 50 trucks, shy to 50 trucks uh, on my balance sheet i I had a good opportunity building from the ground up again to really understand what uh, the u s market is is all about and and really this building smart hub uh is really personal for me because I as many uh of the small truckers owner operators and company owners out there struggle. It's trying to really make a company successful, but more than that, uh, providing for your family, right? I mean, being able to work hard, uh, but having the ability to have a good life, a good living. And the first first shock that I had was insurance. I mean, I came here with no credit card, no social security, and I can remember uh, clearly... How bad that was! I landed in the wrong zip code for insurance. Definitely, they didn't want to uh, insure me just because of my zip code Not because in Miami. I didn't have. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the DOT doesn't even care about Venezuela, right? Venezuela is irrelevant for the DOT. I, they didn't care about my my previous past, and so had to run under FedEx, a model that lets you run kind of like a franchisee. And when I uh, wanted my independent, that. That was my first um, interaction with Ryder. And I'm so excited uh, to see this uh, relationship come full circle just because of insurance. Ryder was that option for me, that opportunity for me to jump into a full maintenance lease program that included at that time, I know that uh, not anymore, but at that time included insurance and that was uh, really my way in getting into my full independent uh, trucking company here in the U.S. And, and and like many others, I struggle very much. And that's why I really wanted to bring the technologies and the economies of scale that I didn't have as a small trucking company to the millions of hardworking men and women that are out there. That really, I mean, I, I think I've mentioned this to you in the past, that saying of uh, hard work pays off. Not necessarily in my industry, you see over and over and over again, people working day in and day out, coming back, not having uh, enough to pay for their bills. And so that really, uh, that should not happen. And we, we want to change that. And we are changing that right now. And uh, we expect that that's going to be uh, brought to the millions of uh, drivers out there.
0: Yeah, your I will say your passion um, and the mission of your company to help the small trucking companies um, be able to be successful, leverage some of the same opportunities as others is one of the things that really drew uh, Smart Hop to Rider Ventures. We align with you in that vision and that goal. So it's it's exciting. And speaking of, of that, what else... Um, what else do you see? How are you setting up SmartHop to truly differentiate yourself in the market and, and make your offering different from some of your competitors out there?
1: Yeah, I mean, for for me, the, the most important piece is to be hyper-aligned to the interest of our customers. And our customers are small trucking companies. We don't want to end up in a situation, um, regardless of what we do, uh, what we bring to our customers that we get in the middle between making a decision. And when I mean this is there's there's a lot of players in this industry, this is a huge industry, and hats off to anyone that is trying to improve the lives of uh, truckers out there. I mean, I, I, I always tell people that whoever is trying to make their lives uh, better, they have my full support, uh, regardless of what they do, where they play, if we compete, if we don't compete, um, that's that's what really drives us. and so th- the first thing is is being super aligned. Uh, so our platform is hundred percent for truckers um, by truckers, right? And so that's the first uh, piece. Uh, the second is really making sure that uh, our customers, the truckers, can gain full independence. Uh, that whatever they want to do, they do it with our support. We are there, as, uh, as we like to say internally, uh, we are their co-pilots. They should be always driving their business, their trucks. They should always set where they want to go. And so when you think about that incredible booking technology that we have built It's a suggestion technology. It's a technology that really automates the decision-making process, connects them, and makes them uh, have a much stronger standardized and digitalized uh, interaction with their customers, brokers, or shippers. Um, But at the end of the day, it's their decision, right? I mean, we don't force dispatch anyone. Uh, We're just here to support and it's really exciting to see how that technology, not only for small trucking companies, how that technology has, has been embraced by uh, a larger uh, companies and have seen the value of uh, really utilizing data and technology uh, to do that. So one of our, uh, our main pieces is that uh, technology that helps our customers improve their top line. Um, but at the end of the day, We want to be able to provide in one place all the tools and all the resources that they need to really operate operate as if they were a mega carrier. We want to give them the right foundations, cost, and technology for them to decide uh, how to compete. I mean, this is a very unbalanced and unfair competition. We want to up-level their game. So, they can compete head to head
0: yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, I think everyone can see the the imbalance that exists in the marketplace that you're talking about today um, so since you've started smarthop, what's been your biggest surprise or something that occurred that you didn't expect or a challenge you guys ran into that you didn't expect what's what's taken you by surprise
1: oh that's a that's a good one uh, i I would say i I didn't expect to have the level of reaction from top brokers uh, with us, the level of reaction, and how quickly that happened. And what I mean that is that our model is uh, is unique, but also it's complex. Uh, through our APIs, when we talk with a broker, it's multiples multiple MCs talking to a broker, so. I uh, today when someone is booking a load with a broker, it's not Smart Hub booking that load. It's Kendra's Trucking LLC booking that load, right? And so, having to build that connection in a different way, brokers not be necessarily being built or their technology is being built for that. They're used to connecting with mega carriers, only one API, only one MC. And so that creates a little bit more complexity, but at the end of the day, what we have seen is that tables have turned to an incredible, incredible uh, pace where now brokers really understand that model. We bring so much value with our technology to them. The level of interaction The level of data that they're receiving from our customers just because of our technology has allowed us to exponentially um, connect with uh, brokers, the the more prominent brokers, but also with platform marketplaces um, that really are seeing the value uh, with us. So I'm just humbled to, uh, to be part of that and to... Now receive calls from top executives from those uh, companies that uh, we uh, we used to see in in very high steam. Uh, now us being able to act on behalf of our customers and be the voice of our customers with COOs uh, with uh, VPs uh, of those uh, large corporations. It's it's just very humbling to see how fast that has happened. Uh, for us.
0: That's great. That's really exciting. And I think you hit on something that, that maybe isn't apparent in the conversation we've had. And it's it's one of the things that personally, I really love about what you're trying to do with SmartHop, which is not only are you helping those the small trucking companies um, with all the services we talked about, but you're really enabling them to compete not just on cost, but on technology, right? So today, a company like Rider, it's hard for us to work with small players because they're not going to have the tech to integrate with us. They're not going to be able to meet our service requirements, but really you're leveling that playing field as well. So you're enabling us to have access to fleets we may not have had access to before. Uh, And that in my mind is really um, changing the market. (laughs) So uh, we love that. And um, maybe speaking to that point, if we look forward five years, 10 years from now, um, how do you see the role of small trucking companies or owner operators changing in the marketplace do you see them playing or interacting differently than they do today
1: oh yeah um, completely different and and i think you you touched on an incredible point uh that is when you level the playing field for this small hardworking working um uh, truckers Uh, you get the best of the best uh, in the industry, right? I mean, they they just need a push. They just need, maybe it's a connection. Maybe it's a relationship. Uh, Maybe it's really not having the resources uh, to build a technology uh, for them to be able to speak with Ryder as other big public traded companies are speaking to Ryder. And so the way that we see uh, them uh, in the industry um a couple of years from now and and to be honest it's it's already happening maybe in a in a in a much smaller uh way but it's it's already happening is them having the possibility to have the same voice as those very large uh carriers uh and being able to speak to their customers relate and have a meaningful relationship with their customers. Why is it that uh, small trucking companies uh, fight so hard for them to to get paid for things that they did on the road? Why do they need to struggle um, for a detention? Why at two a.m. they need to struggle for a lumper? But when you see the big players, I mean, everything flows seamlessly, and maybe it's a. It's a phone call, right? I mean, a, a big VP calling another VP and saying, hey, I mean, what's going on? And then that gets paid. Well, uh, that doesn't happen uh, when you're very small. And how can a broker really connect through an API with every single uh, small fleet out there? They, they just can't, right? And so w- we see a world where uh, the cargo owners, either the brokers or the shippers, Really connecting digitally um with uh uh small trucking companies and big trucking companies, but they're connecting uh, digital and the the level of interaction is um is is being standardized and so uh I'll be curious to think about how you think uh when when you think about uh when you think about independent contractors when you think about bringing those very small trucking companies. I've had uh, conversations with others about really wanting to uplift the games of of them and supporting those small trucking companies, but not having the ability to really relate or really connect with every single one of you if they have the technology, if they respond uh, with the level of quality and service that big trucking companies respond, would you as rider Uh, be more open to interacting more with them? Uh, Would you be uh, more open to give those dedicated contracted lanes and support your operations more on small trucking companies rather than the big? uh, I'll be curious to know your thoughts uh, uh, looking at in the other uh, side of the coin.
0: You're you're changing the game on me and asking the questions. I like it. Um, no, I, I do think that's of, of huge interest to us, right? So the the capacity shortage that everyone is dealing with today is real and it's severe and it's very painful. And anything we can do to enable more capacity into the market is extremely important. And that that's really the strategic view on SmartHop, right? You're you're accessing a whole base that exists today, that's out there today, but companies like Ryder, um can't really leverage because they're not going to be able to meet our SLAs. They're not going to be able to meet our technology requirements. And so if they're working with SmartHop and they can, then that changes the playing field, right? And we can do that through one set of one relationship with SmartHop. So that is something we really see as you guys grow, as you get bigger and mass is, is leveraging that to enable us to offer more capacity to our customers, the shippers. So, Absolutely uh, agree with you um, that it's all about enabling those small trucking companies to kind of elevate their game uh, and, and be able to compete and, and provide the level of service that's required for, for a lot of folks today, um, and rightfully so. And so by doing that, I, I think we can um, enable that access to those carriers and those give those carriers better opportunities as well. All right. So a few, more, a few more questions for you. So um, one is you've talked a lot about your tech. It's something Riders seeing hands-on. We're very excited about uh, really identifying well-paying loads. On average, what, how are you helping the, the small trucking companies? How much more are they earning if they're running on SmartHop? What are you seeing as far as results?
1: Now, the the first thing that uh and and uh, i think this ties to a a, a previous question and, and and you asked me about things that um that that really have um impressed me in this uh year or so is is our book and technology uh that's one of the things that as well and it's it's very humbling to see a company like Ryder um, using our booking technology to improve operations, and we are uh, very excited uh, to see how how our technology can improve uh, or continue to improve the operations of uh, those small trucking companies but also um, those uh, those fleets or uh, those other type of companies that are out there um, helping um, helping the trucking industry um, we have seen for our customers, if we benchmark, and 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 we have a couple of benchmarks, um, um, we're uh, connected with uh, Sonar, uh, which we are incredibly grateful to have that partnership uh, with them, but other benchmarks in the industry as well. And so we benchmark our customers when they come, previous to Smart Hub, um, how well they were doing, uh, their growth, and compared to... Uh, to the market, how the market is uh, doing today, and the, the market fluctuates. Today, the market is uh, is is doing good, but where we where we also um, like to speak to is that even if the market is doing good, our customers should stay on top of the wave. If the market goes down, and um, I mean, we're not. Uh, looking for the market, uh, the sport market to go down. But if it goes down, you should always stay on top of the way. Last year, we had our our first year, not full year because we launched in in February, but our customers overperformed that uh, benchmark in about 9%. Uh, This year, with the continuous improvements that we have made with our technology, but also with the connections that we have made uh, with brokers, marketplaces, uh, out there, our customers are now um in about eleven percent that's huge in a in an industry where uh that uh the trucking operating margin is so low and think about what what means to increase your top line just because you're making good decisions just because you're not sending your truck to miami but rather get getting a Lower pain load, going elsewhere and not get uh, caught up in the highest pain load, right? Uh, but also expanding that margin on your bottom line, right? So it's about your top line and your bottom line. Our top line, our technology is doing incredible. And um, uh, we saw it uh, with our initial test uh, with uh, with Rider, and we're excited to continue to expand uh, our partnership there. So that your operations and and our customers' operations continue to, to do well.
0: Oh, that's great. I mean, those are really incredible results. So that, that's very exciting uh, and uh, obviously very impactful for those customers of yours. Uh, so one more question for you, and then I'll, I'll hand it to you to ask me some questions. But, but what do you see as next for SmartHop? What are you trying to accomplish in the next six months to a year?
1: That's a that's a great question, Dean. And uh, I, I want to take a step back of, on on what we have been focusing uh, up to now, right? I mean, uh, it was really important for us to start uh, with that uh, booking technology, with that booking and back office technology, because the highest intention of our customers is their top line, is maximizing their top line, right? I mean, when you're a small trucking company uh, you feel that you cannot do anything on your bottom line because it is what it is. You're too small. You have two trucks. Uh, I, I mean, who cares about you? Nobody cares. Uh, I mean, uh, there's uh, your customers. Uh, the more that they compress you, the better that it's for uh, the, the better is uh, for them. And so we needed to uh, start there, which uh, that was a big piece of our uh, uh, of last year. This year has been about uh, really building that um, financial layer offering that uh, really makes out of our value proposition a platform, not a product, but a platform, because we truly believe that in building a platform is where that value for our customers will definitely come. And where really the 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 game changes uh, completely for our customers. And so building that platform this year with incredible uh partners and building those products uh with our incredible team, but also building the right foundations and the right team internally was critical for us uh in this year. Uh where we are headed is really now um uh putting fuel to the fire is really Uh, Now that we have that strong foundation, now that we have uh, proven that uh, being that platform and having that incredible product with the right team in place, um, that now we can scale. And uh, we want to be able to reach millions of drivers out there. And so building the right foundations was really important for us. We want to be able to put this super app in the hands of millions of drivers out there, and that's where we are headed in the next uh, in the next couple of years.
0: All right, that's exciting. Well, Rider Ventures is absolutely thrilled to be part of your journey. So thank you for that.
1: And we are, and we are so. uh, uh it's incredible to see how how days have come full circle for me. I I, I definitely can remember that first day that I stepped in into the eighty seventh Avenue um rider um location uh and now be speaking with you uh from being a customer from being that full maintenance these customers to, to now being partners uh with you is uh is is very exciting and and for me uh, i would love to 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 know more uh what has excited uh, you what has excited rider's team about smart Hub and why why did you decide to to invest in us?
0: yeah it's a great question I, we've hit on it a little bit throughout the conversation, but I think there were a few things that really drew us to smart Hub. one is um, we love you and the team and the team's passion for the industry your hands on experience in the industry you have done you've been your own trucking company so you understand in real operations the challenges that you're up against as you're starting and building smart hops so that that was very important to us. Um, again your, your passion for what you're trying to do again, very important to us. And then we really do see see what smarthops building as as changing the industry as, as disrupting the industry as you enable those small trucking companies to compete, uh, and provide the same service level as others in the market, you're opening up that capacity. And, and Rider wants to be able to bring that to our customers, right? So, and that, that's really the purpose of Rider Ventures. With Rider Ventures, we're trying to stay at the forefront of tech, make sure we're partnered with the best startups out there, and that we're bringing the advantages of that to our customers. And and I really believe with SmartHop, um, we're doing that. So, so thank you to you guys. Uh, it's it's been a great a great opportunity, a great experience, and you know, we're we're just as passionate about what you're building as, as you are, or maybe almost as passionate about what you're building as you are. So so we're very excited.
1: Uh, we're thrilled to have uh, you and and to have Ryder uh, in this uh, journey together. And more honor than us to be the first check. That's uh that's a real honor uh, for us. Uh, and now that you have now, now that you have started, I mean, we were the first check, right? And after like uh, starting that venture arm of an incredible company that has been in the industry for years, uh, what have you seen lately? I mean, one are those uh, disruptors. I mean, logistics seems after the pandemic that now is the sexy thing, and now people understood that that package that gets to your home and now because of the pandemic they're not getting home that someone had to move that there's things uh in the back end that need to happen what are those things that, that that you're seeing that um that are coming to the industry and that are disrupting
0: well you're you're absolutely right in everything you just said across the board we're seeing people personally invested in supply chains in the way they never have before which is exciting because it means uh, companies are willing to spend money on on supply chain technology. And obviously, there's a lot of venture capital money uh, focused in the industry as well. So it's enabling um, a lot of big ideas, interesting ideas to get off the ground and, and really start exploring if there's value to be had. And The good or the bad thing with the supply chain is there's so much low-hanging fruit. There's so much um, inefficiencies and opportunities out there. So there's a lot of different places to be able to attack it with technology. So we're seeing things across the board. Obviously, a lot in the autonomous vehicle, uh, electric vehicle, hydrogen vehicle, all types of um, next-generation vehicle space. So huge emphasis there. Uh, We are also seeing a lot in micro-fulfillment, e-commerce, and parcel. I think that's a very interesting area. I mean, the way I looked at it before COVID, most people still went to the stores. I mean, maybe not your Amazon or or some other uh, packages that came to your house, but for the most part, people went to the store and the store acted as a supply chain buffer between the end consumer and the supply chain. But now for most people, the supply chain's coming to your front door. And so there's no more buffer in there. Uh, And you're seeing a lot of investment in how to handle that. And that's where the the micro-fulfillment, e-commerce, and parcel really become big plays and and huge market opportunities. You mentioned insurance, a very big pain point in the industry. So we're seeing a lot of insure tech startups uh, and, and other types of fintech startups as well coming along. So plenty of opportunity to be had there. Uh, and then we're also seeing some startups that are targeting the driver space. I, I think most people know there's a severe driver shortage. And the question is, how, how do we handle that? How do we, similar to what you're doing for you know small trucking companies, it's the same for the drivers. How do we show the drivers they're truly valued? How do we um, give them a voice in this entire supply chain? Because they are literally the backbone of everything we're all doing. So uh, we're, we're seeing focus. I would say across the board. Uh, The one thing I didn't mention also is warehouse automation. Um, A lot going on in that space as well. Again, because of of the labor challenges that we're experiencing inside warehouses. Uh, So with Rider Ventures, the great thing is is we've been able to, we've made six investments, not all of them are public, but we've been able to learn a lot, see a lot, and then uh, really partner with those who we think are going to be changing the industry. So we're excited about that.
1: Yeah, and uh, it seems like you are uh just in in the beginnings of that uh investment uh journey and you'll you'll continue to invest. Uh but curious to know, I mean the industry is so big. Uh you can go uh uh to to many places. Uh, but what do you look in a technology company or a, a company? What's the kind of technology that you look for um, in the venture when you think about uh, your next investment? What What should we know about what you're looking for?
0: Sure, it's a great question. So, Ryder has uh, some strategic categories that we're focused on. Uh, Asset sharing is one for for all the reasons of the challenges that we're facing in the industry right now. Uh, E-commerce, as I mentioned, it's a big one. It probably is on everyone's radar. So anything in the e-commerce space or attacking home delivery, we're very interested in. Next-gen vehicles uh, as a a leasing company and also as a supply chain company, anything around the truck is, is very important to us and very important to us. So that's something we're focused on. Uh, and then I, I mentioned the warehouse automation. So those are our main categories that that we're interested in, but um, as other as other tech pops up that can focus on on reducing any of the other inefficiencies in the supply chain, we're certainly open and looking at it and learning more about it. and if we if we think there's a play there, we'll certainly get involved.
1: Nice, nice. And I remember, I and mean, I remember the time that I got introduced to Ryder. I was lucky enough to be part of a uh an event uh that got me introduced uh to Ryder and that's on the um on the operations and the venture side. I think that's where uh, our relationship uh, began. But if someone if someone wants to get in contact uh with uh with you guys. Uh, what's the best way for them to to get in contact with Rider Ventures?
0: Go to ridercom slash Ventures and you can actually submit a pitch or any information about your company there. We take that very seriously. We look at everything that comes across and we will reach out to you. So great question, Guillermo.
1: Nice, nice. And if uh, anything, they, uh, they could go to Miami as well and, and try to hunt... Uh, uh hunt you down. No, thank you so much uh for the for this invite, uh Kendra. It's been incredible to uh to speak with you.
0: Yes, thank you, Guillermo. It was wonderful to speak with you as well.